Hey everybody, Pastor Worth here for West Seattle Christian Church Online. Happy Easter. For those of you who are new, we are just stoked that you have joined us and a warm welcome to all you regulars and church community members. Today, not surprisingly, we are going to talk about Easter, about Jesus and the cross, but more specifically, what that means. Before we get into that, I just want to remind you of a couple of upcoming events. So I want to draw your attention to our Alpha online course, which starts this week on Tuesday night, April 6th. I will be leading this group. This is for those who are brand new to the Christian faith, for those who have questions about Jesus and church and life, the most pressing questions, in fact. So take a look at this if you think this is for you, and then jump on our website and register. It just takes two seconds. Every day we ask so many questions. What should I wear? What's the weather going to be like? How am I going to fit everything in? But then there are those bigger questions, like why am I here? Where am I heading? Is there more to life than this? arrived at an answer to the most important issue that we humans ever deal with, is there a God? And I had arrived there without ever really looking at the evidence. And I was supposed to be a scientist. At 28, I had gotten many of the things that I thought I wanted. You know, my girlfriend was on the cover of magazines, I had a Beamer, and I was so unhappy. It was a realization maybe that I would, I would never find happiness where I was looking for. I think for so many years, you know, I always just strived to be strong in myself. All I needed was me and my buddies and, you know, would be like invincible. But the truth is, none of us are. And I found purpose, I found meaning, I found hope. God took something so broken and made it a beautiful art piece. Alpha is a place where you can be yourself. You can say what you think and challenge everything. Now, no question is too complex or too simple. And what your point of view is, is as important as anyone else's. We are going on a journey together, an adventure to explore the questions of life, faith, and meaning. So for the rest of you, take some time and think about who you could invite to Alpha. It's super easy to share the link from our website and other social media platforms. We'd really appreciate if you did. Secondly, life is better together. Uh, if you want a solid tribe to hang out with and have your back, to share good food with and make memories with and serve the greater community and grow in your walk with Jesus, 
then Kim Folk groups are for you. So check those out on our website as well, and you can sign up right there. There are several to choose from that meet in different geographic locations throughout the week, and we've got something for everyone. Lastly, I encourage each and every one of you to join us in May for our Be the Bridge discussion group. We are reading Be the Bridge by Latasha Morrison. All of the facts are on our website. In light of the twin pandemics this last year and everything going on right now in our community and around the country and around the world with the AAPI community, uh, this work is really important. You don't have to read the book to join the discussion. We want you to come either way, but it's on May 24th and you can sign up right now. All right. Just a year ago, we were coming up on Easter, and now we've been in lockdown for over a year. A phrase that I've heard over and over again as the pandemic has stretched on is that this past year will affect the next 40 years. It's strange, isn't it, that we're currently living through a period of time that could actually divide history. What I do know is that in the future, we'll talk about this time as the time that changed everything when it comes to social distancing and schooling and how it's affected jobs and earnings and anxiety and stress. But this morning, uh, I want to talk, what I really want to talk about is a different event that split history. It's the story of the resurrection of Jesus that happened over 2,000 years ago. And there are two things that this event means to me personally. First, it means that Jesus has a purpose for my life. And he has a purpose for yours as well. It's really important to know what our purpose is in life. If you, if you don't ever figure this out, it's like the question of why we're here, then, then we're going to waste our life, I think. But there's a catch here. Sometimes we confuse purpose with other things like success. Success is not purpose. Have you ever thought about that? You can, you can be incredibly successful, but still not know your purpose. Some people think Success is all about the way you look, and they focus exclusively on that. What is success to you? Is it, is it, about, is it about how much money you have? Is it about how much stuff you have? Uh, the kind of stuff you have? Or maybe the trips you take? Or how many trips you take a year? Or is it about being recognized? Is it about a little taste of being famous? You know, you could be incredibly famous and stylish and wealthy and talented and productive and still miss the purpose for which you were made. And so when it comes to knowing your purpose in life, uh, may I suggest to you that there are only a few choices to choose from. Uh, the first way, one way, is to speculate uh, about your life. You try to figure out your purpose in life by speculation, which is just like asking questions, the kind of questions like, who am I? And why am I here? And then just coming up with responses. The bottom line here is that you're likely just guessing. And you know what they say about that. They say, your guess is as good as mine. And the second way is through imagination. And this is where you admit you don't know what your purpose is. So you just use your imagination to make up your own purpose. Another way is we try to find purpose through introspection. And what this means is you try to look within yourself. You hear this all the time in the movies, like, trust the force, Luke, which really just means what? What does it mean? The idea is that if you look within yourself long enough, then you'll know your purpose. Personally, I don't think these three ways of examining purpose are quite enough because you can't tell yourself what your purpose is because, because you didn't create you. You didn't make you, so you don't know what your purpose is. Uh, there are lots of examples of this in the design of everyday objects, if you think about it, like the fifth pocket in your jeans or the rivets in your jeans or uh, the, the old pen cap, the ballpoint pen cap with a little hole in the lid. Uh, 
the, the letter arrangement on a keyboard, which, what, what, what is the original purpose? What were they designed for? What, what were all these things made for? And, and we, we encounter them day to day, but we, we don't know what they're for. Let's take that keyboard example for, from a typewriter, for instance. It was specifically de designed uh, originally where the keys were in alphabetical order, but people typed so quickly on those typewriters that the key arms would get crosswired and they'd get stuck. So they randomized the key placement so that people would slow down and the machine could keep running. So we can guess uh, or speculate or look within. We could pretend like we know the purpose of all these things, but really we wouldn't have any idea what their purpose is unless we could talk to the inventor about it. Or if we could read the owner's manual or the, get, the blue, get our hands on the blueprint or the patent. Um, only then would we be able to figure out the purpose. And we can do the same thing for our lives. You could, you could try to make up a purpose for your life using one of the ways we just talked about, but the only way you're going to understand the purpose for your life is if you talk to the creator. You read the owner's manual and you take a look at the patent. If you don't do that, you're never going to know the purpose you were created for. Now, what does this have to do with Easter? That's probably what some of you are asking right now. And I want to jump into a few verses that kind of help us flesh this out a little bit. In 2 Corinthians 5, verse 15, uh, the Bible says this in the message text. He, Jesus, included everyone in his death so that everyone could also be included in his life, a resurrection life, a far better life than people ever lived on their own. And I want to focus in on that one small phrase in the middle of this scripture. It's those two words, better life. You were actually made for more than the good life, for more than survival, for more than success, actually. You were made for a far better life, for significance. And the only way you'll know you were made for significance is by discovering God's purpose for your life. You know, you can, you can look good and you can feel good and you can have the goods, but the only life that is really satisfying is the better life. And that is the life that God promises us, a life with purpose. But the question is, where do we get that purpose? And I want to look at another verse. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, again in the message, it says everything, absolutely everything, got started in Christ and finds its purpose in him. The only way you're going to find your purpose and know this better life is to know Christ better. And if you don't know Christ, you're not going to know your purpose because he's the one who created you. A few minutes ago, I said that there were two reasons that the resurrection of Jesus means so much to me. And the first is the purpose that Jesus gives to my life. But the second is just as important and amazing, and that is this. Jesus says he will give us power to help us with our problems. And Easter demonstrates that kind of power, the kind of power Jesus has to give us. There is no greater power in the universe than the ability to raise yourself back to life. Jesus's resurrection is the most powerful event in history. And here's the really cool thing about it. The Bible says that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the Bible says that that power is available to you, which is pretty awesome. Here's some more verses from the user manual, if you will, from Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 and 20 in the Living Bible. I pray that you will begin to understand how incredibly great God's power really is to help those who believe in him. It's the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead. Now, if you're glazed over right now because you've heard this kind of message before and you're just breezing through it or you didn't really hear what I just said or the, what we just read or you're just not paying attention, it's time for you to take a time out. 
This verse says that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is available to you and to me, to all of those who believe in him. Every day in your life, this power is there for you. Resurrection power. And it's not just about when you die. Resurrection power is available to you and me right now. And I want to bring this down to a more personal level then with a question. Where do you need that resurrection power in your life right now, today? What have you become aware of that you feel is dead or dying in your life? Where do you need God's resurrection power, the kind of power that brings dead things to life? Maybe during this last year of quarantine and isolation, you've had the experience of things being stripped away from you. Maybe your work situation, um, maybe it's gone altogether. Maybe it's changed so much that you don't know, you don't even know what it looks like anymore. Uh, Maybe you've worked so hard to get where you are, but now it feels like it might have died. Maybe your motivation needs to be resurrected. And I'm thinking of all the students who can't go to school, but still have to go to school online and study. And I'm thinking of the teachers who've had to teach through screens. And I'm thinking of primarily all the moms, first and foremost, all the moms who have put everything on hold to be home with their kids. It is hard to be motivated when everything is so uncertain. Do you need your energy to be resurrected? Maybe you're just now realizing that God never intended you to go through life solely under your own power. Maybe during this lockdown, you've realized that you're in relationships that are dying, or maybe they're even dead. Do you need a resurrection in your marriage? Human power runs out. Human love runs out. And what we need is supernatural power and love in our lives so that we can make it to the finish line. You know, if, if you've learned CPR, uh, I learned CPR a long time ago as a lifeguard uh, back when I was a lot younger. Uh, and you, when you learn that, you know how to resuscitate somebody when their heart stops. But resuscitation happens when someone's heart has stopped for two or three minutes and they are technically dead and you restart their heart. But when you've died and you've been in the ground and dead for three days, you don't need resuscitation. You need resurrection. And God says, I want you to have that type of power, not resuscitation power, but resurrection power in the areas of your life that are dying or those areas that are already dead. So some of you might be right on the edge of giving up right now. If we could take a a CAT scan or an MRI of your mind, it would show that you're pretty desperate. And I'm really glad that you're right here watching this right now. I think God is saying to all of us right now, don't, don't give up. Maybe you feel like giving up on your job or giving up on your health or giving up on your friends or giving up on your marriage or your situation or your dreams. And God's like, don't give up. I believe God has you watching this here today so that he could say this to you. Don't give up. Look up to me. The answer is not to quit. Through the cross and the resurrection, God not only has a purpose for your life, he has power for your life, which is bigger than the problem or the problems that you're going through right now. And the answer is to get connected. Find God's power and find God's purpose in your life and you'll have a new resurrection in your life. The Apostle Paul gives us a perfect scenario about when he wanted to give up. He says there were times that he was so depressed He was ready to throw in the towel and quit. 2 Corinthians 1 verses 8 through 10, he says this, we were really crushed, overwhelmed, and we feared we would never live through it. We felt we were doomed to die, and we saw how powerless we were to help ourselves. 
Have you ever felt like that? Does it sound familiar? When we, when we realize that we're basically powerless to cope, to get things done, to get things together, there's no more energy, there's no more motivation, I don't have the ability. Paul says, we realized we were powerless to help ourselves. And then he says, but that was good, if you keep reading. He says, we felt we were doomed to die and saw how powerless we, we, were, help, we were powerless to help ourselves. But that was good. And how in the world could he say that's good? Paul is saying, when you realize you have nothing left, here's what I did and here's what you should do. Put everything into the hands of God who alone can save you for he can even raise the dead. That is simply amazing because that's what we're really talking about at Easter. He can raise the dead. The resurrection is God saying to you and to me, I will help you. I will save you. I will do it again and again and again, however much it takes. And so if God can raise a dead Jesus, he can raise a dead marriage. And if he can raise a dead Jesus, he can raise a dead friendship. If God can raise a dead Jesus, he can raise a dead career. If God can raise a dead Jesus, he can raise a dead dream. And if God can raise a dead Jesus, he can raise a part of your life that is dead. But I suppose if you, if you wanted to, you could go through all of life unplugged from that power. If, if you're unplugged from God's power, you won't know his purpose for your life. Uh, like a microwave without power is worthless, right? A mobile device that's lost its power is pointless. It can't fulfill its purpose unless it's plugged into the power. A vacuum cleaner, a toaster, a TV, you know? It, you cannot feel, fulfill your purpose in life unless you're plugged into the power, the power of the resurrection. And so when Paul says, you know, we got to the point, we got to the point where we wanted to give it all up. We were powerless, but that was good because then we had to put it all in the hands of God. And I'm sure when Paul said that, God was like going, all right, at last, he finally did it. I've been waiting for you to get to the end of your rope so that I could help you and take over. How about you let me have a try at empowering and guiding your life? Well, let's be honest. Maybe you're just Maybe you're just sick and tired. Maybe you're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Here's what the Bible says. Isaiah 40, verse 29. God gives power to those who are tired and worn out, and he offers strength to the weak. And you go, okay, I'm tired, and I'm weak, and I, and I don't feel any power. This is, I want to tell you how you get that power. You get it through faith, through trust. You get it through believing in the Son of God who died on the cross for you and rose again to give you that power the resurrection power that we're celebrating here today on Easter. But you're like, worth. I just don't know. You just don't know what I'm facing right now. And you know what? You're right. I don't know what you're facing right now. But I do know what Luke 18, 27 says. And that verse says, what is impossible with men is possible with God. And what looks like a dead end and what looks like a death is really clutch time for God to show up and do a resurrection miracle. What looks like it will never be overcome. God can overcome that more fully than you can imagine. But you got to trust him and put your faith in him. And here's a promise to close with, a promise of purpose and power that I want you to hold on to from 2 Peter 1 verses 2 through 3. As you get to know Jesus better, he will give you through his great power everything you need for living a truly good life. So you're like, you're saying to me, Worth, I, I don't have everything I need. Well, the answer is to get connected to the source. As we get closer to Jesus, 
and he gives us the resurrection power he's made available to us, that is when our lives are transformed. That is when everything changes. So let us pray as we end our time together uh, about this power that we want in our lives. Would you bow with me? We thank you for the cross that we remember at Easter. But really we thank you for resurrection, an empty grave, the thing that gives us hope, not just for the life to come, but for right now. I thank you that you give us significant purpose for our lives, and I thank you that you have power to let us fulfill that purpose. Amen.